Hello and welcome to DJ Force 10 in the conversation podcast episode 125 slightly hear a little rasp there kind of losing my voice a little doing so many of these things um but my special guests on today's show are lewis and luke from the band royals um full disclosure first off and foremost i do work with lewis uh, at my day job so uh, that's how we kind of know each other uh, it is mentioned in the podcast, so it's not going to sort of like we're not pretending not to know each other. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, just just discovered them. They sent me their latest single, um, which is called Out of Reach, which is actually out now. Um, and it was great. It was good. If you like your sort of like pop punk, punk sound, uh, sort of state champs, starting line, yellow card-ish sort of sounds, uh, newfound glory, stuff like that, uh, do check it out. It's a great tune. Uh, they got some got great back catalogue as well, so do check that out. Uh, it's available across all streaming services and whatnot so uh please do um just want to give a shout out to everyone again downloading the show and listening and and actually giving me feedback which is great uh i've been listening um or been sorry been reading some of the sort of like messages i've been getting uh just sort of saying checks out this band really liked it thank you uh stuff like that and that, that that's what makes this worth it um if you guys can continue um because like i said i've noticed people putting up um like st- scores and reviews and stuff so wherever you get your podcast from they normally have a rating system so please could you just knock in a rating you don't have to write a full review if you don't want to i just want just pop ratings in there that would be absolutely fantastic if you can do that um but like i said i have noticed people doing that and um i've got no one to shout out because it doesn't give me the names of the people doing it um if you write a review i get the name i can give you a shout out um but i've only got a couple of those on itunes at the moment um and those are from a while ago so um they've already been given their shout outs um but yeah if you guys can continue to do that if you get a couple of minutes just to like click do it that would be absolutely fantastic um apart from that um again we've got more coming up i'm doing more um sort of interviews every day uh which is great and uh we're going to sort of go a bit more diverse into sort of like uh, a bit another passion of mine like dj culture and stuff like that i've got a couple of djs lined up um for some future shows so hopefully some of you guys will be looking forward to that but we're going to keep going with the heavy bands as well and the sort of punk bands and all that kind of stuff i've got a whole bunch of stuff coming up which is um absolutely amazing some great diverse bands and stuff like that which is exactly what i wanted to do so um the more the ratings the more ratings you guys put in um the more ears listen to this show and actually discover these bands as well um which is which is what i want to do this is why you know i'm 125 episodes deep so you know i'm pretty serious about it. it's not just something brand new i've done i've been doing this for over six oh where are we are 2014 i think it was maybe the first episode or 2013 anyway six or seven years so it's not something i'm just kind of like getting into i just want to start pushing that side of it now um not interested in like advertising or anything else unless something really cool comes along um but i tried the advertising bout before with affiliate programs and stuff like that didn't really suit um so i just want to promote the bands i'm doing this off my own back as well um so you know any sort of like costs of 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 producing these shows i take into account from using my day job to do it so my day job pays for the you know this hobby i guess um this passion if you will um but yes um enough of my inane rambling again (laughs) um but yeah i'm gonna leave you now uh with the guys from royals this is lewis and luke be well people
for third the time to third time. <laughs> um, Lewis and Luke of the Ban Royals, welcome to my show. How are you guys doing today? I am very good. Um, got a nice cup of coffee. I've got the sun shining at my window. I'm doing, seeing it from the inside rather than the out, but you Responsible. Know, things could be worse. Indeed. Yeah. How are you, yes. Luke? Yeah, no, I'm feeling good. Pretty much the same, you know, same as I have been for the last month, sat in, uh, sat in the house looking out at the sun. Uh, thanks for having us on the show, by the way. Oh, no problem. No problem. Absolutely my pleasure. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah, we're here to talk about your band, Royals. Um, and it's going to be, like I say, it's a bit more of a discovery piece for myself because I don't know too much about it. I mean, I do, you know, just to sort of put it out there, I do work with Lewis. Uh, we mm-hmm. do talk music. Full disclosure. Yeah, full disclosure. Um, <laughs> we do talk music occasionally at work, but we haven't gone into mass detail. So what I want to do is get some sort of like background on your band, like, you know, where you came from, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, I like it. I think Luke, this sounds like a this sounds very much like a, a you question. My, uh, my, my, my memory on the history of Royals, especially the early days, is a bit uh, is a bit vague. So crack on. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, well, yeah. Me and Lewis used to actually be in a uh, metal band back in the day together called uh, Gone by Tomorrow. Nice. So I've known Lewis a long time. Um, although it didn't always uh, this band didn't start with us too. Um, I after Gone by Tomorrow split up, I started a little pop punk project with uh, some other guys. That fell through, and off the back of that, um, I wanted to kind of keep it going, uh, and then that became what is now Royals. Um, I found Alex online through Facebook, just did a bit of stalking. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I knew him through the local <laughs> scene. Kind of, kind of pinched about another band, but that was his choice, not mine. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> I've done s- that. <laughs> same sort of thing with Will, Will. really. I mean, Will, um, I found through a website called joinmyband.com, mm-hmm. um, and then. To be honest, like me and Lewis were working together at the time, and I, I one point I asked him if he wanted to join the band, and he was like, "Nah, I don't want to do that." <laughs> and um, and then a bit later on, a few months later, we were just kind of writing together, and I was like, "Do you want to just join the band?" And and it kind of went from there. Really, it was a bit fuzzy, but that's kind of how it happened. And then, yeah, we're here where we are. Cool. We are where we are now. Cool. You're, you're, you're worn down. So your telling of the story makes me sound very non-committal. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm really very happy. Oh, good. Excellent. Excellent. So um, what, what made you want to go from uh, sort of metal to pop punk, kind of one extreme to another, really? Oh, wow. That's a tough question. Uh, to be honest, for me, it was like, I really, like, I, I've always loved both genres and I've loved a lot of music. And I really wanted to play something that was a bit more diverse, where we could get not just fans that listen to sort of the heavier side and alternative music, but also people who maybe just listen to your ordinary pop or radio and and to stop my parents going, oh, what's that awful racket? <laughs> you should hear the amount of times, like back in the days of the old band, that you know, we'd be recording demos or something, and we'd legitimately get screams about who's strangling cats and all <laughs> yep. kinds of other things. So, Thanks, mum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cheers, Luke's mum. Yep. Uh, Always the supportive yeah. parents. It's good. <laughs> they, they were. They were really supportive. Just mm-hmm. not with. They just didn't like the music. Ah oh, no, that's fair enough. <laughs> that's fair enough. It was keeping you. Uh, well, I say keeping you out of trouble, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, so you released uh, uh, an EP um, a couple of years back called uh, "Painted Gold," which you worked with um, Matt O'Grady on. Um, I was I was obviously reading up, but um, obviously he's worked with a lot of uh, a lot of uh, big sort of British bands and stuff like that. How did that relationship sort of um, happen and get on? Well, I've got- Luke had worked with him before um, when he was mentioning about having another pop punk project. So 
when it came to to doing this um this he was sort of you know he was sort of our, our first choice as having done metal records before um you know it's, it's an entirely different world um so it was a really good you know really good person to, to work with he's got so much experience having worked with um you know yumi is six um but also like heavier bands who've done work with like your demise for yeah. example so he's got a really good uh range of work um so he was a really good person for us to work with at the time so was he good for sort of like general input into your sort of songwriting or did he just kind of leave you to it? Um, well, I think he he was definitely much more, he, he, there wasn't too much that was that was changed. I think when, by the time I got into the studio, there were some things that he was like, maybe you should think about making this better or changing this better. Yeah. Um, making this better. But ultimately that, that was something that we kind of, uh, you know, that's something we kind of figured out. Yeah, definitely. I don't. I don't think he was a massive part of the like sort of writing production side of it. Yeah. But um, he definitely like played his part when it came to like harmonies on the vocals um, mm. and just little tweaks here and there. Really, more than anything, um, he was very impressed with sort of what we came to him with and and sort of made some notes, like Lewis said, on a couple of bits made better. But other than that, that was kind of it. Oh, that's cool. That's cool because I know like through I mean working with producers and stuff like that in the past, some of them can be very kind of hands-on and others can just be like get in mm. record get out you know <laughs> De- <laughs> and, definitely and definitely. from the sort of what i've heard about matt and obviously I've, I've heard his work but what i've actually heard about him as a person is he likes to sort of you know um help bands with sort of like you know making suggestions and stuff like that and i was just sort of curious as to how how in-depth he gets with you guys because i spoke to a, a band recently and um they were quite like he was very involved in the sort of like restructuring of various songs and stuff like that yeah, um, I think it can just depend on what his vibe on the song is because obviously yeah. I worked with him twice. And I, to be honest, the first time I went to him, he was probably more involved. Um, but being completely honest with, with with myself, the songs just weren't as good back then. Mm. So perhaps maybe that's part of it as well. It's just depending on the quality of the content in its original state yeah. as to how much he how much he wants to do. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. So with uh, with painted gold, how, how did that do for you guys? Because I've I've listened to it obviously since we sort of sorted this out, and um, I get um, I mean it's very sort of solid production wise as we've just been talking about, and the songwriting is 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 good as well. Um, I'm not I'm not a massive sort of like being honest, I'm not a massive pop punk fan. I do like certain bands, um, and and your guys that the EP was really good. I'm gonna be I'm perfectly honest with you on that front. Um, Thank you, mate. <laughs> sorry, I'm not just being nice because I work with you, Lewis. Um, <laughs> um, I was just sort of, uh, sort of wondering how, how it's done for you guys so far, because obviously you're quite, I mean, obviously you've been in bands before, but the band is still in its sort of infancy, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, what sort of reception did it get? You got that, Lewis? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I think that the, the, the Paint of Gold is an EP... Um, I think the best way it's definitely provided us with a, a really good, um, like, uh, like launching platform um, mm. to to go from. We, you know, we we put out the the EP before we played any shows at all. Okay, um, because we wanted we our kind of release strategy was we'd we recorded you know three music videos before we'd even played one show, so that we could sort of continually release stuff and mm. playing shows and just kind of really keep our momentum going. Um, so. You know, we're quite fortunate in that the time that we've been playing shows, we've been uh, it's enabled us to 
um, go on a couple of tours. Um, you know, it's, it's helped ingratiate ourselves to, you know, we've, we've, we work with management now. Um, and then when we've gone to go to new things, then um, it's really just sort of helped kind of launch us. Um, you know, certainly I think because of how long we, you know, we basically are always working on music. Mm. Um, so, you know, we've had new stuff in the works basically as soon as that stuff was, was done. So, you know, I know certainly in my head, it's kind of, you know, we talk about painted gold, but it feels like, uh, you know, it already feels like forever ago. Um, but yeah. it is, it's only kind of enabled us to, to do, you know, kind of what we're planning now. No, that's really cool. I mean, you, you, um, released the track again off of it up all night you released that generally um as a single but you also did a reimagined version of that um recently sure. as well um what was the sort of like um uh the, the feeling behind that because you kind of stripped it back a little bit and um... yeah um i mean we wanted to basically uh, we were at a point where we hadn't released anything for quite a long time um after the ep and i wanted to get something out before the new content and um it seems to be in at the moment. A lot of people would sort of do an acoustic versions and reimagined and kind of wanted to give it a go. And I self-produced it here at home, um, which was a, a bit of a leap for me to take uh, releasing something we done done ourselves. But yeah. it, it was mainly just about getting a bit more content out. And it was the song that had done, you know, had the most success for us so far. And we wanted to kind of close off the painted gold era as we take this step into what we're, what we're about to move into. To be honest, yeah. Cool. Yeah, all night was actually the. It was the, the original version was the very first song that we finished um, okay. as a band. So it definitely has sort of a very sort of very special, very special little place there. So cool. kind of where it started with that, it sort of felt right to, to finish it with that. Yeah. As well. No, that's cool. That's cool. And you did a. a we'll bring on to the cover now. Yeah. <laughs> Seems yeah. to have done yeah. very well for you. Yeah. Uh, you did a Taylor Boy. Swift cover um, out of the track. Was it uh, me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And um, yeah, what was that? What? Tell me about that one. What? How did that come about? Obviously, I know pop punk is kind of um, peppered with a lot of like sort of pop covers and stuff like that. In fact, there is a whole bunch of series of albums that actually dedicate yeah. themselves to it, like Pump Goes Crunk and um, Punk Goes Pop and whatnot. Like that. Um, so, why that song and and how's it done for you? Do you know what the reason? The reason I think we ended up picking that that song is we were waiting for you know, like a big artist, drop a new song that we could go in and record straight away yeah. and get out before anybody else. That was what we wanted to do. We wanted to be, you know, we didn't want to go and do a song that had been done by someone else two, three months ago. We wanted yeah. to do something new. And Taylor Swift dropped a new song. She had, it had Brendan Urie in it from Panic! at the Disco. And yeah. my thought process, I remember saying to the guys, two big artists, it's a big song. It's going to go down well. Let's just jump on it. And we just got in the studio about a week after it came out. Um, so that was the thought process. We just wanted to do something new and get on there before it was kind of like done. Yeah. The, the speed was really of the essence. And I'm going to, I'm going to reference it a bit here. You're familiar with the, the South Park episode where they realized that Simpsons have done everything already. Yes. It was like that, but our last night. Okay. So we were just, <laughs> <laughs> so we were just like, we've got to get this cover done before our last night do and get it online. Um, so yeah, we, we, rec we, we booked some studio time without necessarily knowing what it was that we were going to record. Okay. Um, but we thought, right, we'll record, we, we booked this time and we thought we'll just go and we'll do, do a cover just for, you know, kind of just for the fun of it. Yeah. We'll yeah. It, but equally just to, you know, when our EP was out, it was summertime just to have more stuff to, to put out for people and people were really, 
you know, people have really enjoyed it. I know something I found really funny was, um, you know, when the song came out, seeing people like, taking clips of the song being played in like club nights and things, which kind of going from previous bands and songs, it's not something that I'd ever personally had. So it, um, yeah, it was it was a really fun experience all in all. Nice. Definitely. Uh, there was something I remember very specific I just want to add as well, is talking about the R last night. <laughs> I remember the day before we were dropping the video for it, um, our last night put out a thing saying, we've got a new cover tomorrow. Can you guess what it is? And somebody commented, Taylor Swift, me. And I was shitting my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's one way to get your cover buried is yeah. uh, with our last night crack onto it 24 hours before you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, that, I mean, it's good work. I mean, if, if, if I was able to DJ my nightclub, I, I DJ regular rock clubs in, in my area of the world, and uh, I, I would be playing that song, to be honest with you, because I do like oh. to play my odd uh, pop punk cover and stuff like that. I've got like... Uh, Killing under uh, Killing Moons, uh, you ought to know. That's been going down recently quite yeah. well because of Lannis Morissette's like twenty fifth or twentieth anniversary of that album and stuff like that, and various others from various other bands and things like that. And uh, when I was in a band, we did a few covers ourselves, so I know exactly how that process works. You want to try and get them in, get them out as soon as possible. <laughs> but then you yeah. end up stuck with them for a long time as well, just to give you a warning. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. That's something we were careful of. We, 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 as much as we enjoy doing this kind of thing, we, we don't necessarily want to be known as a band that does, you know, we, yeah. you know, we don't want people expecting covers all the time. I mean, sure, we'll, we'll do lots of different things, but that's, that's just one of them. Yeah, no, it's one of the traps that my band sort of fell into. We did, uh, we covered Gay Bar electric <laughs> classic um but we we, we we got in there again before it was kind of big like before they were called electric six i can't remember what they were called before that but they had this song and it's kind of bare bones mm-hmm. and uh my singer found it and we decided to sort of like cover it and then when we released it they released theirs at the same time and oh. it was like it was really weird but it got it got so much traction it was just bizarre but yeah, just and then we ended up having to play it every show. But it was only like two minutes, so it didn't really impact too much on that front. But yeah, you know, you kind of get known as oh, you're the gay bar band. And you, know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you really got to pick your pick your moments for that. You, you do, you do. Um, but yeah, what I was going to go to next, like kind of like uh, what what it, before we talk about your new stuff is is what sort of like influences you guys? Because from listening to you, I hear a lot of the sort of um, I hear. I mean, if you don't mind me naming bands, but things like Yellow Card, Atari, Starting Line, State Champs, uh, 28 Days, Newfound Glory, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, and, and just to sort of reel off a whole bunch of bands. Uh, <laughs> um, but I was just sort of like, where, because obviously, you know, you said you started off sort of like metal bands and stuff like that. Um, where does your sort of like influences lie when it comes to Royals? You said state champs in there and it made me happy. Um, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, if we, if we go back, um, I mean, I don't know what it's like for Lewis. There's probably some similarities. I mean, I, when I was growing up, I first got into rock and alternative and, and metal music. The first couple of bands before I progressed to metal were bands like Fallout Boy, Paramore, uh, you know, Unit Six, All Time Low, Yellow Card, obviously Blink, and all those sorts of bands. Mm. And some of the ones you mentioned there. Then I really got into metal and kind of stopped listening to that music. And then when I got back into it and started this, like State Champs were one of the biggest bands for me like i'm constantly listening to them so they definitely play some influence cool as well as all of the older bands i used to listen to uh when it comes to musical uh sort of like writing the music um and then i'm sure lewis probably has more to say when it comes to like lyrics and stuff yeah so like with the because i do 
I'll probably say me and Luke are about 50-50 on the lyrics between between one thing and another, but mm. a lot of my kind of inspiration from it, it comes from all different places. I like a really wide range and listen to a wide range of stuff, and it tends to be music that is quite lyrical. Um, so that could be, you know, like bands within sort of quote-unquote pop-punk that I really like at the moment, especially with our new stuff like Grayscale, uh, water parks have, um, you know, have, have inspired a fair bit, but then even going into um, like hip hop and, and trap and, and artists like that. So, um, you know, who can I probably never shut up about Lil Peep, but you know, he's, <laughs> he's still one of my favorite artists of all of all time. And I think it's, what I think is interesting is being able to bring different things from all of these all of these genres to try and, and make something that is sort of new in its own way. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I, I could hear a bunch of stuff, and a lot of the stuff you're mentioning right there, I can, I can, you know, attain to hearing in your music. So what we're going to do now is we're going to move on to what you're doing now. Oh, um, I love it. It's my favorite bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, you released a new, or you're releasing a new single. As of talking right now, it is out on the 24th. Yes. Uh, is that still the plan? That is still the plan. Good. Yeah, I mean, good. Because I've um, had a few bands that have, have ducked out on their plans. <laughs> no, the, the the plan like coronavirus ain't stopping us. The plans are you know, full steam ahead. We've got you know a new music video coming out for the song, um, and then obviously and, and the song itself uh, will be out on the twenty fourth. Cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, really, really kind of excited to share that with you. Um, yeah. yeah. No, and the world. It's really cool. I mean, like, I've, obviously, um, you've got a kind of uh, um, you're not like previewing it until the twenty fourth. Um, uh, as such, I don't know if anyone had. Did any, has anyone played it out yet? You're getting a, a, mm, like no, a it's not been it's not been played out publicly. Okay, cool. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Right, all cool. on the wraps. Excellent. Yes. Well, it will be revealed all on the 24th, um, which mm. is as of speaking. Is that days? three days from now? Three days from now. Tuesday, like this Friday. It is okay. This coming Friday. So, <laughs> so for the people listening, this is going to come out afterwards. <laughs> so it's already out. It's been fantastic. Uh, no, um, but no, I, I was just, it's really cool. It's got, um, it's got a few more um, sort of layers to it than your previous stuff. Um, obviously, yeah. you've kind of got that like like pop punk vibe and stuff, but it's got um, a few more sort of. Uh, um, uh, sort of, what was the word I was looking for? I didn't even. We've got a lot down. more sort of synth and production elements to it. There is that, yeah. Um, and there's like a, a few more sort of like um, uh, sort of like catchy hooks and stuff like that in there as well. Oh, sure. Cheers, man. You know, I think um, I think with these songs that we've we've written, um, yes, there is more than one coming. <laughs> um, <Good>. With with, <laughs> with the uh, with the new music that is recording and, and is currently being written as well is there's there's a lot more thought process going into it. And when it comes to the writing, uh, when it comes to the lyrics, you know, the, you know, the, writing the music and writing the lyrics. Um, and also a big part of it was we have worked with some, some new people on this, uh, on these tracks. Yeah. I was going to so, say you have, um, uh, you had the guy, uh, you had Seb from neck deep. In fact, um, yes, as your producer. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, that's what I was sort of going to uh, like bring on to, because obviously you worked with Matt before. Um, and now you're working with this gentleman as well. Um, so what was that like? Oh, um, the, the whole process was really good. Um, Seb was very, like, he, he was very, like, I would say he was hands-on. I know you were saying earlier on about Matt being, yeah, like, you've been told. He, I would say Seb was quite hands-on. He likes to get in, listen to the track, make some suggestions. Obviously, it's all down to, to us to make those decisions, but he likes to make suggestions, and he works hard. We work long days with him, um, 
And the thing that I really liked about Seb that would make me want to go back to him is the way he works is not like anything I've seen before. He would he would record your guitars, your bass, your vocals and everything first yeah. and do the drums last. And what okay. that meant is as we're recording and writing, we have the room to change things. Whereas when you, once you've recorded the drums in and you're recording to a drum track, there's no room to, to move stuff about. Yeah. So the way it worked is we go in there, he looks at the song, he puts down a, uh, a sample drum track for us to record to, and then we're moving bits as we go. Okay. So that definitely um, helped play a part in sort of shaping the songs to, to, really, to really shine. Yeah, no, it's, 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 definite, it's a definite change in that sort of like production style and things like that. Um, the songwriting obviously is still there. Like you're, you're sort of like what you've, what you've established already uh, is, is into your sort of like style of things. Um, and, and what can, what can people expect from the rest of the, 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 the songs that you're releasing from? Obviously we've got the one um, out of reach coming out. Um, and that, that's a, that obviously, like I said, that's a fine track. I've, I've heard it. Um, <laughs> no one else has heard it at this point, apart from you guys. And anyone else you may have like any other person in the press, but you know, um, what, what can, what can we expect from this, um, next release? Well, um, I think from what you, well, hopefully might, if people have heard out of reach at, at this point, um, they will have heard that it's, you know, it's, it's bigger choruses, it's, it's catchier hooks. Um, it's more production. It's a more, uh, kind of modern pop punk sound. Mm. Um, and that's something that we're only sort of exploring more as we, as we write new material. Um, you know, part of the reason that we did work with Seb is because he, he within sort of the modern pop punk scene, um, he's worked with so many bands. Um, you know, if you think about like Woes and, and Waster, and he's done a huge amount. You know, bef- although he's only just technically officially joined Neck Deep, had been really involved with their process mm. um, before then anyway. Um, so he has had this wealth of experience. Um, so he's really helped bring a lot of that out in us. Um, so that's that's really what we're working towards just just bigger and better everything with the uh, with the new music cool and is it an EP you're planning to release on this or is it actually a full long player <laughs> it's, it's a, we're, we're going a bit I think we're going a bit different okay um, what our plan is is rather than releasing an EP um, three listeners may know the, the so much of releasing music now is about streaming yeah and about spotify and about apple music and all of these things um so rather than releasing an ep um our plan is that we will be releasing songs sort of periodically over the next year okay um and you know all of them being singles that sort of comes together as an ep at the end um but for the for the time what it means is that we can kind of put 100 percent focus on making sure that every song is as good as possible it gets as much exposure and then at the end there is still that kind of that record to show for it cool cool i mean that's a solid plan it's a it's actually a plan of one of my um uh, a label i work with um i say work with i was sort of doing a little bits here and there for them but they they release stuff every week on the streaming services mm-hmm. um because they have a roster of bands that can do that but they also do like remixes and all that kind of stuff of the tracks but mm-hmm. they go through and they've 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 sort of like um figured out the system when it comes to streaming Sure. Um, on how to maximize their sort of like obviously streaming and revenue as well um mm-hmm. on top of like physical release which you know is all and all fine obviously right now releasing stuff isn't really a viable prospect um just due to the 
fucking pandemic but <laughs> yeah um but no that's a, that's a solid strategy when it comes to like doing stuff are you are you planning how many songs are you planning to kind of release do you know so i mean as it speaks at the moment um there are four songs uh including out of reach that we're looking to release um over the course of sort of this year cool. um there's more being written yeah. um but as uh, you know only as sort of time goes on will we know how much more there's going to be but for this year, we can expect a minimum of four songs. Cool. And are you doing, are you, well, I know you've done video for this one coming out right now. Are you planning to try and do videos for the other ones as well? <laughs> it's a tough question, really, isn't it? It, it is. I was, I was just, as I was asking it, I was realizing again. <laughs> we were, we were very lucky in the fact that we recorded the video for Out of Reach about a week before lockdown really sort of came into play. So okay. we got in, we got in lucky there. Um, I think if we're going to do another video for one of the songs, um, it will be something where we can try and get the community involved. Um, you know, whether it be we get ask people sending clips of them holding up lyrics or singing along or just doing something fun. Yeah, um, that's maybe on the cards. We have uh, we have a song that that kind of relates a little bit to the the current situation that's, that's going on in the world. So okay. maybe maybe, but uh, as it stands, we're not hundred percent sure. Yeah, crack bit of a, a bit of a watch this space kind of situation yes yeah. we have things to kind of figure out but you know we'll, we'll, we'll always try our best to make something fun and interesting excellent no i think i think like a community-based video is a good idea at the moment because I, I i've sort of seen a few artists sort of like starting to do that sort of thing yeah and, for sure and some of the sort of like what they're getting out of it is really good because it's sort of involving everyone and you know and it was it reminds me of the feeder video um yeah from, exactly. from absolutely <laughs> years ago and a couple of my sort of like friends and friends of friends were in that at the time which was massive because you know that wasn't mm. really that you know that was before all these video sites that have kind of popped up so yeah, you know anyone could grab their phone out and film a video clip and put it online exactly you know you don't, there was nothing to mime along to on tiktok or well, tiktok didn't even exist <laughs> tiktok was a clock <laughs> I feel old. Oh. <laughs> Got to avoid saying back stuff like that. Back in the day when TikTok meant Kesha. Exactly. <laughs> I go back before that when it meant like oh, cuckoo okay. clocks. So oh. <laughs> you're really dating yourself. Right? I know. I know. I know. It's really bad. But I've got children who have who have TikTok accounts, so they love doing that sort of stuff. So well, it's all, all good. <laughs> you say that when they start walking around, and start just like pulling dance moves everywhere. Like, mm, okay, um, it's like they're having like a, a fit or something, aren't they? But, um, <laughs> <laughs> they don't listen. <laughs> no, they don't listen. They're too young. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so um, obviously, this is a sort of like it's quite a loaded question because not a lot of people would know already. But what are your sort of like um, plans post pandemic? Bit of a triple P question there, I think. Mm. <laughs> Do you have anything set, well, like ready to go at the moment? Like, like hopefully when this thing passes, well, we've know. kind of held off sort of booking shows and things as such. But we have recently started working with a new guy for booking. Okay, um, he's he's now joined on to the management that we work with, so he basically will be booking shows for us. But at the moment, like we want to hold off. We don't want to book anything that's just going to get cancelled. Yeah. Um, we've we had a run of shows booked, which uh, for June, which have just been pulled as well. So it's like we don't really want to have to keep doing that. Yeah. Um, it's I've like had a few bits in the works here and there, sort of through the coming months. That before this, they were sort of in the finalisation stage and just ended up just completely falling through. So okay. 
we we I suppose we take it as it comes. Yeah. Um, see what happens. But in terms of releasing new music, um, you know, we we're set. Yeah, yeah we, that won't we, stop. We, we're good. still we're still full steam ahead for for this year. No, that's good. That's, that, that's the most important thing of this sort of time is there's like like sort of releasing stuff for people to to listen to. Um, well, that's it. I think so. like with the with the music industry, like it's always changing and we've got to adapt. And I think with the pandemic we're going through that we have to adapt again and that means not playing shows but trying to find another creative outlet we can still interact with people through yeah so Mm -hmm. you know releasing music and videos and and even we're looking at you know how we can start doing some live streams or if we can do some sort of a live performance from you know our our bedrooms yeah um then we're gonna we're gonna make that work if we can yeah no i've been i've been particularly enjoying goldfinger's uh I don't know if you've seen it oh, yeah. yeah yeah they're the sort of live performance they've done like uh and they did the they did the superman track and i was like oh my god and then i just started playing tony hawks for hours after that <laughs> so, but, dropkick murphy's did a great one i think when yeah. they uh first came out that was pretty great yeah no it's, it's very good it's very good so yeah no, i look forward to seeing that if you guys uh, end up figuring that out and everything that'll be all cool um so what i've got now i've got a couple of these are my generic questions if you will um so but they go out to each of you so it's an answer individually because it is more about yourselves rather than the group itself um but what i want to know um if you have listened to my show before you know what these are but um if you if you haven't um what are your three top albums that have really like sort of shaped the musician or the person that you are today so the ones that are real pivotal the ones that made you pick up a guitar ones that made you want to sing stuff like that what what are those sort of three albums that's such a tough question but i like it like probably think of a couple i mean lewis do you want to go first Um, i'm still thinking yeah you see i was uh, i was prepared for this question oh lovely (laughs) oh well well, make me look bad because i haven't listened to the show now i feel bad that was a total lie i'm just gonna wing it on the spot (laughs) (laughs) no um yeah three albums so um just to kind of go over a wide range of stuff like i think there's there's always been those few albums for me that there's always those albums when you listen to them and you're just like, holy fuck, what is this? Mm. Like the, the kind of change of what exactly that, the kind of change your way of thinking about, uh, thinking about music and the first and most obvious one. And people can hate on it all they want. My chemical <laughs> remnants, the black parade. Okay. It was, it was the, you know, it almost felt like a, a cultural revolution at the time. It was like Pokemon go summer, but for music, Yeah, it was like, you know, you could almost feel the change. You know, that came out when I was, I must've been about 11 or 12 maybe. And it just sort of introduced me into a whole new world of music at that time. Um, so sort of like the sort of thing, music that did have a bit more aggression to it. Yeah. Um, so heavier, heavier bands, um, moving forward. Um, as I sort of got more into playing in bands, um, and this to this day is still my favourite album of all time, is Silverstein, This Is How The Wind Shifts. Um, you know, apart from just being a great band, it's a, it's an album with a great story and it was, it was very important to me at a sort of difficult time a few years back. So that one's always stuck with me. And then as a sort of, as a third, um, Absolutely, is Lil Peep come over when you're sober? Part one. Okay. Um, again, he was for me. He was one of the the first artists that I listened to that managed to fuse kind of the the emo rock sound with trap, yeah. but do it really well and have and have 
amazing lyrics and songwriting. So th- those were cool. three that like really kind of changed my whole. You know, so I can very much see like a before and after those albums. Yeah, cool, excellent, good, good choices, good choices. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I've had some time to think. <laughs> excellent. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm probably not quite going to be able to go in quite as depth in depth as Lewis, but um, I think I'm thinking, about things. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Whether that's for good or bad, who knows? Um, <laughs> I think it's only right to kind of pick some albums that are like helped shaped me as a musician and as a person. So, like going back to when I first got into music, I'd say one of the first albums that I remember wanting to learn on guitar and stuff was uh, Fall Out Boys from Under the Cork Tree. Oh. That was a good one Sick. for me. Um, all time lows, nothing personal. That was sort of a similar era, but that was kind of what bridged me into the slightly more poppier side of pop punk. Um, and then something more current that I listen to, like that I would never get bored of, is State Champs Around the World and Back Again. Just Ooh. would never get bored of that album. So those those three albums are kind of like me as a as a musician. Excellent. Oh well, thank you for that, guys. Um, last question: um, What are your hobbies away from music? So when you're not doing stuff with royals and whatnot like obviously right now when things are a little bit weird and you're stuck at home what do you do as a sort of like uh sort of that's not music wanking doesn't count as a hobby luke <laughs> well that's good then <laughs> yeah, i wasn't gonna use it it's a profession it's all right sorry <laughs> feel free to cut that out by the way nope sorry mum uh outside of it um i sorry i need to think of an answer Lewis is like i'm actually a very boring person (laughs) no um do you want me to go first lewis yeah shoot um i i only really have a couple of hobbies i mean i um i like video gaming a lot i mean like most guys do to be honest so play a bit of playstation and stuff in my in my spare time um I, it's not really outside of music, but outside of Royals, like I like I'm like full into music. I've got a little home studio set up, and um, I'm working on a uh, business at the moment because um, I want to sort of get into producing bands and things. Yeah. So like songwriting and music and producing is kind of like my main thing I do in all my spare time, whether it's Royals related or not. And other than that, I just you know I like spending time. I've got my wife and our dogs and stuff. I just like to. Spend time with them. Bit of a movie geek. Love like my Marvel movies and stuff. Nice. So just like to just watch some movies, go out, do some adventuring and stuff. It's kind of me, really. Well, what was your um, what's your favourite movie? Oh, my favourite movie. That's that's a big question. I actually, you know, I don't think I can answer that. It would give me your top three. The thing is, I'm not in any specific order. Just give me three. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Right. Top three. I don't know. They're all going to be Marvel related because I'm a massive geek. That's fine. Um, uh, probably the latest Avengers movie, because oh. um, I'm a geek, as I said. Um, so, I tell you, what, I'm going cho- I'm I'm to choose some different genres. Um, I'd, for comedy, I'd go for Anchorman. Oh. I really like that movie. And what else we got? I'm trying to not just choose three Marvel movies here. What's, <laughs> what's, your, what's your favourite horror film, Luke? My favourite horror film? Um... Sorry, I'm just going to start asking the questions now. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. You, you can take over. That's fine. <laughs> favorite horror film. Do you know what? Like, I don't see. I'm. I probably watch more series, horror series than I do film. I say that I don't like horror. I just I've watched American Horror Story, and that's not even scary. 
No, more like an American can't slightly horror. creepy story. Yeah, no, I can't really do horror. I'm not too sure. Okay. That's right. Now, it's I, it's I, used to work in a, I used to work in a video shop when they used to, you know, when people used to rent videos. Um, again, this is dating me completely. Um, mm-hmm. So that's why I'm, I'm always interested to hear people's, like, favorite movies and stuff, because it was, like, it was just something I used to talk about with people all the time. And, and you know, there's, I mean, Anchorman's a fantastic film. I absolutely love that. Um, just, yeah, I love that. It's just just one of the funniest films. I remember, was it when we were on tour, Lewis, from God My Tomorrow? Um, well... We, uh, I feel, okay, I feel like we were on tour with Gone Way Tomorrow, probably like 2014 or something, and we had TVs in the van and an Xbox, and I feel like we just watched Anchorman. <laughs> and was, um, I mean, I was probably drunk at the time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, was, this, was this before or after I, I broke the chair? Oh my god, right. Man. Okay, completely off topic, but this needs to go in here. So we, <laughs> so we're... So we're I was going to elaborate on that. The highlands so. of Scotland. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to elaborate on this. So we're in the middle of Scotland. We're driving, and we, we, we've just packed into the, loaded into the van after the show, and we've all had a few drinks. And I thought it would be really funny if Lewis ran alongside the van and jump into the van as we were moving, like proper like James Bond type thing. Yes. And um, so he jumps in, and as he jumps in. He snaps the arm off of the, this guy's lush van. It's like oh, no. really high-end, expensive, like Mercedes Sprinter van, all kitted out. Yeah. And he snaps off, and in the end, Lewis had to pay the guy, didn't he? Oh, <laughs> yeah, he did. And I'm just going to have to put this out there. You say you were sort of driving with me jumping in. It literally just looked like you were driving away and leaving me at the venue. <laughs> so I ran and jumped in with so much force it was just an inevitability it was just going to happen uh, but it was fun i don't regret it that's good that's good do you remember how much it cost you oh at least quid maybe oh yeah amazing how much well, those can... things cost <laughs> i've uh, <laughs> i've reconsidered um about the hobby situation by oh, the okay way. um i've decided that wanking actually does count okay because <laughs> that's all i've got no. okay <laughs> no, remind me not um, to shake hands with you ever <laughs> well since the rona we're not going to be shaking hands with anybody no but, we're not uh, we're not uh, no my my actual <laughs> to be quite honest like between work and the stuff that we do for the band it does take up a lot of stuff but a lot of time um but yeah it's a lot of um a lot of video um so you know, watch a lot of youtube and twitch and um just sort of trying to figure out a lot of these kind of platforms because it's something that I'm interested in in kind of how to that how we can use them in the future yeah. um, so I do spend a lot of time just sort of observing and, and kind of figuring out how we can uh, how we can make use of them in the future yeah no, I've been trying to figure out Twitch recently to be honest I've got a channel set up sure um, but I'm doing a I do well I'm going to planning doing as of talking right now I would have done one decent live set on there <laughs> that's going out tomorrow night um but yeah no I'm, I'm just trying to figure that out at the moment like running it from my phone working out overlays all that kind of stuff which is like you know seems to run into it a little bit i've got the like sound and everything i'm just running mm-hmm. it off one of my phones so yeah we're um, trying to figure that out as well for for doing some stuff but yeah, yeah. no guys so far it's, yeah. it seems that you cannot um sort of do multiple like people streaming unless you're like a twitch partner and that can be a bit of a pain yes yeah no definitely definitely there was just something actually one of my um one of my friends actually found something for djs they were using um it's called tiny chat okay um and you can, apparently can have unlimited streams 
or unlimited like people on. Um, I've only logged on to it once, and that was because I, I like I'm part of a community of scratch DJs, and they were looking for something for like you know groups to sort of get together and just sort of like you know scratch over beats and talk DJ stuff. Um, but it's a video and like audio site. Um, trying to look it up on here, trying to find it exactly what it is. That might be useful for you. Um, there's an app for it and everything, um, which I've got on my phone. Um, but yeah, it's, it seems to be like this. I don't think this person's like signed up for any, like, you know, um, mm-hmm. like extra bits or whatever, like, you know, tiered programs or whatever, anything like that. But, um, it's just That's... like, it seems to be like one of those sort of like chat programs, but, um, they, they're using it for music and stuff. And they've had like 30 or 40 DJs on it one night. Um, oh, not wow. all, not all going at the same time, mind you, because that would have been a nightmare. But <laughs> <laughs> just a mess. Yeah, just a mess of noise. But um, no, that seems to be something you could probably do. And you, and as a sort of like admin of the room, you can like allow people's cameras or not, or or allow people to chat or not, or use audio and stuff like that. So you do have full kind of control over it, and it's not like WebEx or anything like that, where it's kind of more business use. Oh, cool. Sounds like it could be worth a worth a look into. But have a look, yeah, have a look at that because um, obviously you know there is Twitch and stuff. But like you say, you have to be like a Prime member or whatever to unlock a lot of the sort of features and things like that. So, but yeah, cool. Well, um, yeah, that that's it, guys. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, I, I really appreciate your time and everything, and good luck with your music. Um, obviously, I'll be keeping an eye on it and seeing Lewis, and then one day he'll leave work and go off on tour. Uh, <laughs> he will. So. I'll be. I'll be taking him from you. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> it's like it's like his dad come to pick his kid up from school. We're going out to play. Going out to play. Be back in three yes. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for having us on, mate. Really yeah, no it. worries. Well, like I said, guys, good luck on on Friday with the with the new song. Um, and I hope it does you well. Thank you very much. Cool. All right, you guys have a good right. rest of your day. All right. Yeah, take care of yourself. Thank you very uh, much, man. And uh, stay away from Corona. I'll try. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace. Bye.